1: Hey, this is Nolan North, and you're listening to the Ninja Turtle Power Hour. Why wouldn't you? Take it from me. Raphael from TMNT, go back to 2007. We'll save our brother, and then we'll save New
0: York City. Or, of course, you may listen to the Krang, because the Krang know that you should listen to turtles, turtles, and Turtle Power Hour. Go listen, Krang.
1: Welcome to the Ninja Turtle Power Hour. I'm Spencer Toon.
0: I'm Keith McGuffey. And I'm Mike Templeton.
1: And this week we're talking about Armageddon Game, the IDW comic event that is going on
2: right now. Back to the good stuff. Yeah, Yeah, really. Uh, What what specifically are we covering today, Spencer?
1: We're going to be covering Armageddon Game, The Alliance Number 1, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Volume five, issue one thirty-four. <laughs> oh, 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 <laughs> Do not start. Oh, oh my god. Should.
2: Oh my Lanta. Uh, Do not start that. Right. I'm gonna buy a plane ticket to, to Utah. Uh, <laughs> and Armageddon getting game number three. Oh
0: my goodness. Wait, 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 wait! <laughs> I got so mad I didn't even hear you say my issue number. Oh man. Uh, (laughs) maybe lose my train of thought. Uh, So yeah, so we're not doing a Christmas episode this year uh, because we want to save the Christmas stuff because there's a finite amount of Christmas stuff in Ninja Turtles we discovered. Um, So we'll be, uh, hopefully next year, we'll be, by this time, we'll be talking about the 2003 series and can get to that Christmas episode in its regular time frame probably not exactly but we'll see yeah we're, um,
1: we're definitely gonna have to grind through the 87 series to do that so we've only got but, like
2: four more seasons
1: well, you're not wrong and three of those i mean but three of those seasons are only like eight episodes so right that's a little food for thought
0: but this is our last episode of the year uh so let's uh let's uh, have some fun
1: yeah So, let's tell you a story. The Ancient One did tell me a story I think you guys
2: would want to hear. About Master Splinter's master, Hamato Yoshi.
0: Well, let's hear it!
2: Uh, I think I'm up first with Armageddon Game, The Alliance number one. So, uh, story by Eric Burnham, art by Roy Mercado, colors by William Sores, and letters by Sean Lee. So, Karaya is having a nightmare where Shredder tells her she is a disappointment. She's pulled out of that dream and into another with Masato, a ghost of the man who trained Rokusaki. He says he's there out of curiosity because Karai will ultimately decide the future of the Foot Clan. But he sees fear in Karai since all of her decisions have been based around Shredder and she gladly handed power back to him once he was resurrected. She wakes up a little spooked because the only other time she's been visited by a ghost was right before Shredder was resurrected. Cry reads about the attack of the four fake turtles on Baxter Stockman, and to clear her head from all this new information, she decides to go on a midnight run. While she's out, Cry is attacked by the four fake turtles. Uh, She recognizes that they aren't the real turtles based on their fighting style, but thanks them for giving her a fight to help her resolve her crisis of confidence. The fake turtles start to get the upper hand after the Raphael tackles her off of a rooftop and the others are able to distract her and find an opening to attack. However, she's still able to beat them, and the fake turtles fall back. Back at the Foot Clan headquarters, Karai speaks with Natsu and other members of the Foot Clan about forming some alliances to serve as a new foundation for the clan. She asks Natsu to have Bebop and Rocksteady meet her at the Foot Training Training Compound. Uh, Once there, the two mutants agree to accompany Karai as her muscle while they go out to look for their new ally, Casey Jones. The end.
0: Next up is issue 134, original release date of November 9th, 2022. In the aftermath of the imposter turtles attack on Baxter Stockton, Town remains in absolute chaos. A war between those opposing and those supporting the Splinter clan. Mona Lisa presents a broadcast of the events as they go down. Jenica is desperately trying to keep the peace in her new role as constable, but she's fighting an uphill battle. After witnessing Alopex's shelter getting hit with Molotov cocktails, she runs, over, she runs across Bandit and Puggle, who declare to a group of mutants that she is not one of their turtles and is with the others. Grunt spots her and the group begins chasing her. Jenny ducks down into an alley and loses her pursuers and finds that Jay and his new friend Jeff have been hiding from the rioters there as well. Sheena calls her and tells her that the rioters have stormed her apartment building and are forcefully pulling people out of their homes, and Jenny rushes to save her. Back at the church, Donatello tries to make sense of who these imposter turtles are. As he's doing so out loud, but apparently not realizing, Carmen asks if he's okay. Don realizes, Don replies about how overwhelmed he is. He he also needs to check on Angel since she was attacked uh, while she was talking to him over the comms, but he needs someone to monitor the communication lines while he's out. He has Sari sit in his stead and asks Carmen to watch her and make sure everything goes right. Don rushes across the rooftops and begins to wonder if Venus is okay. She suddenly telepathically reaches out to him and tells him that she can't help. He's startled since he was just thinking about her. Venus says that she's with Bludgeon and has been sensing the chaos, and that's how she pinpointed him. Don asks if she's with the foot, and she says no, but continues to apologize for not being able to help. Donatello brushes her off and says he doesn't need her help anyway. Jenny reaches Sheena's building and charges through the mob in time to reach her before being attacked by a mutant walrus. Donatello finds Angel and pulls the table off of her. She She's injured, but after being freed, she's able to get up and seems to be mostly all right. She says that a bunch of mutants showed up and attacked her, but she got off a blast and they, were, and they disappeared and severed the arm of one of them. Donatello picks up the arm and the fur begins to fall off, revealing an Utrum exoskeleton. He realizes that Shirell must, must have sent them to assassinate Sari. Angel brings Don the anti-gravity gauntlet and says she'll be right there, but she's going to keep in contact. Donatello heads back to the church to protect Sari. Jenny kicks the walrus through the wall into another, and then she and Sheena prepare to flee. They are, con- they are cornered by more riders, and although Jenny puts up a flight, they overwhelm her and, and corner Sheena. Casey Jones suddenly appears and fights them off enough to scare them away. The five of them, Casey, Jenny, Jeff, Jay, and Sheena, head to the church for safety. Dontello bursts into communications room in the church and finds everything's okay that Sarah is continuing to do her monitoring job just like she was instructed. He tells her that Sherelle has sent assassins and that he has that he was worried that they'd already found her. He checks in with Jenny and Casey, apologizing for leaving his post and for being subpar at monitoring. He tells them about the u and that he needs to fortify the church before they have a chance to find them. He then asks Lita to help him bring him some things from his lab so that he can run some experiments without leaving the comms. Once his equipment is in place, Donatella performs the Kujikiri movements toward his gofu. Jenny leads Jay, Jeff, and Sheena to the church and tells them to stay in there for safety, but, and, but she has to go back out. Sheena worries that about her as she's injured and frazzled, but Jenny says that she's going to be all right and then departs. Meanwhile, Jeff enters the church with one of his eyes glowing red.
1: And then we go into my issue, which doesn't address Jeff with his eyes glowing red. Also known as Jeff the Killer. No, just kidding. That's something else entirely. Um, My issue. Armageddon Games number three. This issue was released on December 7th of 2022. The story is by Tom Waltz. The art is by fin- Vincenzo Federici. Inks by Alex Sanchez. Colors by Matt Herms. Letters by Jake M. Wood editorial assistant Nicholas Nino, and editor Charles Beecham. So Rat King is singing a little ditty and playing on his flute about his plans for world domination of chaos. His brother Gothano is watching him from afar. Raph is talking with Hob, who is planning to start his own mutant island and also tearing down everything Stockman has ever built. They're going to need Man Ray's help to do this. Raf uses his new mystic technique to sense that Hob is completely telling the truth in this whole scenario. The Twisted Turtles now pull off another terrorist attack. This time they set off bombs on a TCRI building. Dark Water is there to react and see, but they're starting to think that there's something really weird about all of this. Stockman speaks at the media and says it was a mistake to let the turtles go free. He's going to fix that mistake. He gets into a limbo he gets into a limo with Noel, and there we learn that the turtles are hers. Leo continues practicing his technique with Saki inside of Cuddly. They have now arrived at their new destination, Hirobel. Mikey, the Nova Posse, and Neutrinos have tracked Zix down again. We learn more about this mission from the Nova posse. They were hired by Stump and Sling, the owners of the Grapple Ganza, a big fighting ring tournament, to get their stolen Gribixes back and catch Zix. Speaking of, Zix is stopped at an asteroid to finish the repairs his ship was undergoing before he had to run. The posse surrounds him, and we learn what Torben Zix's mission is. Zix is taking the Gribix to a refuge for a conservation group. Stump and Sling were going to use them for illegal fights after making them large and aggressive by feeding them solid food. Because that's what happens to Gribixes if you feed them solid food. The group is starting to have second thoughts about taking in Zix and the Gribixes. But they're going to bring him in anyway, until they realize that they're not talking to Zix. It's another hologram. Now holograms, now holograms of him and his ship cover the asteroid, and they can't figure out which one is him. Until Mikey gets an idea. He gets the Gribix that was left with Kala and feeds it solid food. Zix had also mentioned that they are excellent trackers. Mikey has the Gribix pick up Zix's scent and sends him after him. It leads Mikey right to him. But it's now about to harm Zix. Mikey Hurrian uses his Kujikiri technique to pacify the Gribbix and revert it back to its normal docile form. The group decides it's best to let Zix go. Trib will pay the Nova Posse the price of the bounty to make up for it, and Zix will leave with the Gribbix and take them back to their refuge. They do leave one Gribbix, however, with Kala. In EPF headquarters, Dr. Barlow has finished removing Krang from Leatherhead and saving Leatherhead's life. Krang is now using Metalhead as his new body. To be continued.
0: The Metal Krang.
1: Yeah, he's Metal Krang now. Honestly, I didn't see it coming. I didn't either. I I was totally surprised. Yeah.
0: I yeah, definitely did not see that coming. And which makes it even funnier because like you can see metalhead on the cover of the issue. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so like when I saw when I saw Metal Krang in the background uh uh when I uh, that page with Metal Crang on it I was like, "Oh, that." Cuz cuz even like I was looking at the cover and I'm like, that's a robot behind Dr. Barlow.
2: Oh yeah, and it's totally I guess, metal had, but I I oh, just figured could, they like could, reprogrammed him or something, but well, no, you now can it's Krang's body.
0: You can absolutely see Krang right there too behind Doctor Barlow. You can see Krang's eyes and his and <laughs> his teeth. So my question I mean, is, is: I guess to be fair, it could have been another job. but we're jumping ahead. Let's uh, second time around this. Hey, nice junk.
1: So in the Alliance, number one. Uh, Masato was Saki and Yoshi's teacher back in the secret history of the Foot Clan book and everything else before then. And so now he's appearing to Karai to mentor and help her and her dreams on how to continue to rule the Foot Clan and make it grow. It's cool to keep
2: track of that because it's like I absolutely did not.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I, I, I forgot. Had no idea. <laughs> I forgot and had to go back because like it was treating it like it's a character we should know. So I like. Because he mentioned, you know, Saki having killed him and things. And so then I was like, who was this guy? It's like, oh, yeah, it was the guy that was their teacher. And then Saki kills him because
0: mm.
1: I can't remember why, but he, he kills him. I think it's because he knows that the power is supposed to be shared between Yoshi and Saki. Mm. Either that or he just was knew he was up to no good. Either way, he killed him. That was the only Easter egg I actually had for that issue.
2: Yeah, I'm kind of drawing blanks on, on this and 134. I don't really have a whole lot. Yeah.
0: My, we, we talked about this real quick, uh, but there's a specific panel in this issue that is very much a traced picture of Bebop and Rocksteady from the Out of the Shadows movie. <laughs> Like if you Google Bebop and Rocksteady, it's this picture. (laughs) Uh, We were having a debate on if it was uh, an homage or a Greg Land style picture. And if you don't know who Greg Land is, uh, he is a famous, uh, notorious artist who is well known for tracing pictures and getting Marvel contracts.
1: Yeah, I think my favorite like infamous panel of his that's like obvious tracing is he straight up got the meme of like the old man like grasping his heart in pain and like (laughs) one of his pieces is straight up just that traced uh and it's like did he really think no one would notice was it on purpose did he on purposely trace the meme for everyone to see it or did he just not know and now you know there's just a traced version of a meme but i think it's iron man instead in his place just grasping his heart doing the exact (laughs) same grimace as this old man anyway it's just funny
0: so yeah so we we couldn't tell if that was actually uh just and keith i I think you it it, you or spencer who called it an homage i think Uh, i
2: did i was just gonna give him the benefit of the doubt uh i think i questioned i was like is it an homage or is it greg land style um i'm looking at them side by side like it is very close The proportions are a little different, but I mean, well, I mean, it's it's all but the same picture.
0: It's not a like he embellished it a little bit, but like that's, I mean, that's the same rock steady face,
2: yeah. And like Bebop's even got like the same, like three little medals on his uh vest and everything,
0: exactly. Yeah,
2: it is a little suspicious, yeah, dangerously close, a little suspect, you know.
0: That's weird. Sorry, that's, you
1: yeah. <laughs> know. Hey, is that all we got for the Alliance? Yeah, I think so. Yep. Yeah. All right. Issue 134. Um, there's Terminator vibes coming from the u that's about. That's about it. That's all I got. There's even like covers and stuff like that where they've got like straight up just Terminator bodies <laughs> with the u in the stomach. Uh, so, yeah, like, it's definitely kind of, I think it's kind of a homage to Terminator. I'm glad that they're not leaning into it incredibly hard, though. So,
2: it's fun, though. I thought we know that That's, all I got. it's Uhtrams already. Like, I, I was afraid that was gonna be, like, a whole drawn-out thing, but, anyway. I think it was That's... pretty obvious, but... <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe you're a better reader than I am. I don't know. Um, That's all all I had. I I don't really have anything for this issue either.
0: So, I think for me, I don't remember who Carmen was.
2: Oh, Carmen was uh, Leonardo's not-girlfriend from the Fight Club. Yeah, he meets her at Fight Club. Uh, He goes to, like, an underground Fight Club.
1: I think it was Sheena. Um, yeah, I think so. Who? I guess that's the other thing I want to bring up. In second time around, do you think that Sophie is a Bouncing Souls fan? Because like the only place I've heard that name is that song "Lean On Sheena," and like it gets stuck in my head every single time I've her. <laughs> I actually you know think what? if
2: you go to Turtlepedia, that there's like a whole section about like how Sheena is a a, a name used in like punk rock music, but she wasn't aware of it.
1: Oh, huh,
2: yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I've heard it in the Bouncing
1: Soul song, but that's it. And maybe she just liked the name. Oh. It's completely unrelated, but, you know, is, Sheena. Anyway,
0: Sheena. Carmen is based on a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Adventures character. Oh, really? Did none. Yeah. Carmen was featured in Adventures as Leonardo's future student, along with Nobuku, Miles, and Bob. It is implied that they had a romantic attraction to each other. Okay. So I guess this is Forever War era. But yeah.
2: and here I thought, uh, huh? there is like a an arc of the adventure as it takes place in the future, and he does have a dojo. Um. So Spencer, I, I found that line on a uh, Turtlepedia. So it says although the Ramones had a 1977 song titled "Sheena Is a Punk Rocker," creator Sophie Campbell has stated that she had never heard. Of the song prior to the character's creation. Hmm. So, a, a, a different song actually than the one you're referencing. Well, the fact that she didn't go and clarify that it was
1: from another song, I'm going to assume <laughs> that she did not take it from Lean on Sheena either.
2: Yeah, there you go. Well, neat. Cool. I had no idea that Bob and, uh, Carmen we're from Adventures. What well, this book isn't from Adventures anymore. I swear I know it's pulling super hard <laughs>
1: from it. and now I'm like reading adventures so I can know and catch the references and to help me help me out here. So actually I am going into reading the whole thing instead of just the null stories. And you know, I've decided to actually like it. it. it's it's a lot of fun. And it's it's what the 87 series pretty much should have been. Uh yes. You know, like it is it is the better version of the 87 cartoon. How far into uh, it are you? I am up to. So, Krang was already banished to. He's come back with Belly Bomb slash. Okay. Uh, yeah. Everyone to 20 ish then? Yeah, somewhere around there. Cool. I'm nearly halfway through it. So, it's, uh, yeah, yeah, like it's iconic, great characters that you want to see more of. The world just feels big and rich a lot like IDW or like the 2003 series. I honestly like when I even when I watch the 2012 series, I feel like the 2012 series is actually pulling more from adventures than it really is from the 87 series when it pulls from when it's pulling from the previous stuff hmm. uh with
2: characters and things like that. That's just my opinion, but hmm. But yeah, speaking of the uh, references to Archie if we're done with 134 yeah, uh, in, in Armageddon Games number two uh, they mention Astrayia which is like this planet that's become an asteroid field mm-hmm. that's also from the Archie comics it's mentioned in a, an issue of the uh, Mighty Mutanimal's mini-series as like a like the last bits of a warring two warring races like they fought over this planet and destroyed it and became an asteroid field yeah it's oh, I, in the I second Mutanimal awesome. series yeah
1: <laughs> Yeah, it's in the second Mutanimal series. One of the four wins is this dragon, and it turns out he's the last surviving alien in from a war between, yeah, those two planets, and they blew each other up and he tells his story. And
2: yeah. I think I mentioned before that Hirobal is also from Adventures.
1: Yeah. Which also is a combination of Hiroshima and Chernobyl. Put into one word.
0: No, Big high. nuclear
1: disasters because it was a planet devastated by crane.
2: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, that was something I learned from Turtlepedia. Thank you, Turtlepedia. I wouldn't have known that on my own. It,
0: it's a great resource. It's not the best written, but it's a great resource.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if we've mentioned this before, but the acting director of the EPF is Director Bronze and bronze was the the psychic guy that was like april's neighbor back in, in volume 2 of the mirage series. Oh yeah.
0: Oh yeah.
2: Dang. Yeah. Now that
1: that's a we, callback right there.
0: We better we see not him. Called that, yeah.
1: I want to hey. see psychic Mr. Clean again, like more than anything. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> i thought he was really cool i'm surprised i did too
0: yeah i liked him
1: no i liked him too i'm I'm totally down if they want to actually show him again and we actually get to see him and he does things that would be amazing
2: that's also that's like a cool place for him to be is with the epf you know mm -hmm.
1: yeah well because it was like suggested that he was in the government beforehand in in volume two before yeah yeah so that's pretty less
0: of a less of a deep cut uh the Channel Six reporter is Burn Thompson. Yes. Uh, so, Burn April's boss from the '87 cartoon, who is not as mean in this uh, in this version. No, he seems to be like also, he's going
2: really easy on Stockman. <laughs>
0: his yeah,
2: his early career, I mean, you know, he's not as it, jaded yeah, and bitter as he is in '87. He's <laughs>
0: very, yeah, he's very, you know, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed reporter. Not, not the, not the young drizzle reporter that he uh, described himself as in his in his starring episode. Yeah.
1: Uh, another cool thing is Raff mentions that Hob is going to the island where they kept Typhoid Mary, who was a real person. She was pretty much the reason why we discovered healthy carriers of disease. So mm-hmm. she was a maid that refused to stop working for families because she wasn't sick. There's no way she was giving these people typhoid fever. And so she kept going back to work under different names. And so they had to arrest her and isolate her so she would stop. And so they put her out on this island. She had to live there to keep her from spreading typhoid fever to people. But also Daredevil Connection, Typhoid Mary is the name of a daredevil villain as
0: well. Yes, That is where I know the name Typhoid Mary because that was one of the first comic books I read was like him fighting her.
2: Oh, awesome. yeah. and I was
0: like, and I just, I remember reading it and not knowing how to pronounce the word typhoid.
1: So... Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, Typhoid Mary was originally a real person that uh, refused yep. to Mary... believe that she was a healthy carrier. It's kind
2: of how we discovered it. M- hmm.
0: Mary Mallon.
2: That's wild. I couldn't imagine being in a position where I'm like, no, I have to clean houses even if people die. Well, I mean, she has to work. I imagine she's just <laughs> I like, I have to
1: work. This is what I know how to do. I'm not sick. I, I got I got to eat, yeah. guys, you know, kind of thing. So yeah, then she kind of just got put under house arrest and isolated on this island, so she couldn't give it to any more people.
2: What, I, what is that island used for now, I wonder? I
1: have no idea. Apparently a mutant island and all that. I don't know. I, I, I just remember watching this like as a documentary in like either high school or junior high years ago. But I don't know why it stuck <laughs> with me, but it did.
0: Her, her picture, Her picture on Wikipedia is like her lying in a hospital bed angrily staring at the camera (laughs) like she she does not want to be there i mean to be fair i don't blame her uh so north and southern north and south brother islands are a small pair of islands located in new york's east river between the mainland bronx and rikers island north brother island was once the site of a riverside hospital for quarantinable diseases but it is now uninhabited the islands have long been privately owned but were purchased by the federal government in 2007 with some funding. Blah 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 blah. They were de- they were then designated as sanctuaries for water birds.
1: No. Oh. Mm. Wow. So I guess Hobb probably could go in and take yep. that over. The birds aren't going to stop mm-hmm.
0: him. Or the, I mean, mutant birds, just, dude. <laughs> I was say, he'll just turn the he'll just turn the birds into mutants. Right. Willing mutants. He willing very mutants, much. Yes. Yeah, he stresses willing mutants.
2: Yeah, that's kind of always been his thing. So I'm, I'm glad he's sticking to his guns there.
0: Yeah, like Hob, Hob continues to be one of my favorite characters in IDW. Like he has always like held true, like he's an ass, but I mean, you know that in in dealing with him, you know, it's something's going to benefit him in some way, but he's also got his own honor code. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he very much will fight for his people. You know, I don't. He's never really abandoned the mutant. He's been hurt by like you know mutants like that he's been with, but I don't think he's ever really like abandoned mutant kind, or like he's never left a mutant to you know the authorities or whatever. Right? Mm.
2: Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. See, that's why I thought it was because wasn't he selling mutants to the Foot Clan at one point?
1: He was, but it's kind of like a whole, like, the greater good, you know, yeah, kind of maybe that, Yeah,
2: ends justify the means. That makes sense. Okay, that was my one yeah. kind of nitpick there, but th- that's also very old hob, the ends justify the means, so.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So
1: He also talks about how they're going to need help, and he says the Man Ray kind, you know, so they need to bring Man Ray in. And I like that Man Ray is an extremist, and he, like, is knows about sabotage and all these other things, because... Mm-hmm if you go back to his Archie run and you read about him there, like he was not like an eco-terrorist, but he was like very much like an extreme activist for protecting the ocean and uh, environmental things. So it's kind of cool that I they mean, have him still being an extremist, I mean, just in a different... The
0: planet, the planet here is definitely would have tried to stop him, but <laughs> you know, what gets me.
2: If the power is mine, why do I need Captain Planet?
0: And, that's true. <laughs> not all but but not all the powers are yours. Just the power like a Just, power. Okay. All right. hmm. Uh but I did like I did like, you know, uh I think it was was it lion. No, it was it was 134 where uh while Mona Lisa's doing her podcast, you can see um in the crowd there's a man wave, Man Ray was right uh oh yeah uh poster and i was like oh yeah
2: that's the shirt we need man man ray was honestly, right i
0: i would wear i would wear a man ray was right was right shirt
1: i i would also do that let's make it and sell it as a podcast
0: you know honestly <laughs> make that let chatter us, let you know listeners <laughs> let us know if you want that as a shirt we might we might set up a teespring for that <laughs> Yeah, we'll call, we'll call Colin. <laughs> See Just if for ourselves. For
2: <laughs> yeah. And then you know, yeah, friend of cricket. It. I wonder if we could.
1: There you go. Yeah. My mother-in-law yeah. has one. I'll talk to her. Perfect.
2: <laughs> we get a uh, sweat shop going. We'll have these out in no time. There we go. <laughs> All right. Are we ready to move on to what we didn't like about these? Uh, there is one last little okay. thing I've got. Yeah, Gribbics yeah. is given to
1: Kala. And Kala was the one who had the pet Gribbix in the episode. Mm-hmm. The Gribbics in the 87 series. There we go. So it was her pet that got lost on Earth. Now it's been given her as a pet, and she has it just like in the eighty-seven series. Cute. It's like poetry, in rhymes. All right, let's move on then to anchovies. No anchovies. You put anchovies on this thing, and you're in big trouble. Okay. I call legend law.
2: So, uh, the alliance. I know I've I've waxed poetic about like how cool those fake. Twisted Turtles, I think you called them, Spencer. How cool they look. But, like, they look really bad to be in this issue. And I think it's because, like, their mask only just barely covers their face mm-hmm. or something. Like, I don't quite know what it is, but it was, they looked very off-putting to me. Hmm. Yeah, for me, my only
1: one was, like, a tiny nitpicky thing. Karai calls Natsu old friend uh, when she's talking to her. And they've only been friends for, like, a year yeah like, like i just don't think they've been friends for that long i don't know yeah. maybe it's the longest Karai's ever had a friend in her life though so maybe to her she is an old friend yeah yeah, <laughs> you know?
0: yeah, yeah to be fair yeah that's that's probably it because because yeah like it that stuck out to me too i'm like you haven't known Natsu that long like Natsu's very loyal um but calling her old friend like implies that like they've known each other for a long time and i i can't remember like Natsu knew of Karai, but like they hadn't met before.
2: Yeah, isn't she like former yakuza or something? Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. And so and so like Natsu knew of Karai because of the Foot Clan, but she didn't know like of Karai like Oroku. Like she didn't know her personally.
1: Yeah. No, she accidentally shoots Karai in the
2: arm, and then Karai. Yeah. Yeah, all well, my I best love friends that story. have injured me at <laughs> some point, and that's how we met. Yeah,
0: and even, and even then, like like you said, like this has only been about a year ago.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I yeah, don't know if it's, it's really just... only confined for a year because I I just don't know how much time has passed between then and there. Either way, I just don't think anyone in their twenties gets to call anyone old friend. But. That's <laughs> just... <All> right,
2: I, the reason I drive so recklessly is because every crash is an opportunity to get hurt by someone and make friends. Yeah, there we go. Also, do we know why they're the evil turtles are attacking Karai? That seemed odd to me.
0: They said they'd been tracking her, but yeah, we didn't really find out why. Maybe,
2: maybe I'm jumping the gun, maybe we'll find out later.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I don't know why they would have done that. Maybe they are trying to like get her involved or something.
2: Maybe just it, to... yeah, it seems odd to me because it seems like they've had bigger fish to fry. Like attacking Stockman in public was like a big publicity stunt, and so it was blowing up TCRI later. So, yeah, there, there's still like me, but...
1: there are still a lot of dangling threads, so this could be yeah. answered later. And I'm also wondering if maybe it was answered before, and I just can't remember it because it's been a while since I've read the three issues that came before this. Yeah, so I might have to go back and read those. But, but so far, yeah, as far as I know, I don't think they've actually said why they attacked her. That's it. That's that's all I really got.
2: Yeah, one thirty four.
0: I think. Oh, it, well, my one more thing for alliance, oh, like, yeah, yeah. Part of me is like, do we really need alliance? Like, it it almost feels a little superfluous. I know it's going to be telling this story, like it's its own like little side story, and then eventually everything is going to coalesce. But it, I just. I've had burnout before with Marvel and mm-hmm. their event books, having to buy like 10 different books, you know, to mm-hmm. find, to get everything going on an event. And this is much smaller. You only have to buy like three books. Yeah. Right now so it's Armageddon game Alliance. And even then Alliance is like four issues, I think.
1: Yeah. It's not too I many. So. Yeah. You
0: know, I just, it just feels like this could have been like the B plot in the main book.
1: I don't know. I don't think so. Because like, I like mean, like you, Armageddon game, the normal book, it follows all the turtles and they're all split up with different groups of people, you know, like Raphael's plot barely moved. Same with Shredder and Leo's. Uh, it was mostly Mikey's plot. So like, I feel like these are already stuffed with so many plots that you really do have to well, have this well, other book.
0: But I mean, the main, but 134 is just don't.
1: Well, it's and Donatello it's like and Jenica. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but I mean, half the time I forgot Jenny was in it because it was so Donnie heavy. Yeah. Like Jenny 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 book like, you know, the book starts the issue starts with her and it ends with her. And to be honest, like I said, I I kind of forgot she was in it for a moment. Yeah. Uh, but this really feels like it could have been like a third kind of insert
1: yeah if they wanted to make the main series another like 40 page book then maybe they could have done it that way but i just i think that there's too much plot and things like that introduced in
2: these for for them to do that but that's just me it it might pick up too you know yeah we start getting to casey jones whatever's happening after that
0: yeah like and and i said like i'm kind of i'm kind of just feeling this way because like i said marvel burned me before with that mm-hmm. and i don't want to it's it's not nearly as bad with turtles i just i don't want it to become that way yeah and thankfully according to the reading guide it's not i just <laughs> it's yeah, hard to, it's hard to get past that ptsd <laughs> <laughs> fair
1: yeah um you know, actually, going back to that thing with the, the Twisted Turtles, it seems like before, they have memories of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles somehow. And, like, they, they have some things. Where, so I think they straight up just attack Kari because she's the foot, and they don't like the foot.
2: No, it's just, like, quasi-programming kind of thing?
1: Yeah. Because hmm. there was that Maybe? whole, like, in the in the Free Comic Book Day issue like they all kind of remember themselves as having the like different names even though the nunchucks are all messed up it but i i don't know we'll have to see we'll have to see yeah. when we get there maybe it's just to make them convincing as trying to make themselves be convincing as the the turtles and so they're fighting the foot cuz that's what the turtles did i don't know maybe we'll have to see when we finally get their do origins they... revealed and f- figure out what to call them do we
0: yeah, right? Like, do we think that they think that they're the Turtles? Or, like, they know they're a version of the Turtles?
1: Yeah, like, I, I don't know. Like, guess the thing. We haven't had that revealed yet, so I think we're just going to have to keep reading yeah.
2: on that. They haven't had a ton of lines either, but there was one line. I forget which book it was, but uh, when the EPF or Blackwater soldiers asks he says, you're Leonardo or you're Raphael, right? He says, no, I'm Leo i'm leonardo like he kind of stutters yeah so i i think it's possible they're like they they've been implanted with some memories and maybe some other programming or training or something and it's not maybe the reality is a little warped or something i don't know yeah
1: like that's that's kind of the the vibes i'm picking up because that's what i was thinking of and that's what made me think that is the fact that they're super insistent on their name being a specific one but then they're like not certain kind of thing you know
0: mm-hmm. hmm
1: But we'll have to, I guess, keep reading to just find out.
0: Next book.
2: What uh 134? What's the deal with uh Venus contacting Donatello? Like it it just seems kind of weird to me and I I don't know where it's going. Yeah, they've Uh, been
1: connected since before Armageddon game began when you know Donatello was trapped and she like helped him access the astral plane and things. And so they've kind of like been connected since then, but yeah, I don't know where it's going. I'm, I'm kind of waiting to see, but she's like doing some whole thing where she's healing, which kind of bums me out. Cause I really liked the Frankenstein look, uh, but yeah. they're like, it's like slowly going away, but it's, it's fine, I guess. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, I'm waiting to see what that's all about too.
2: Yeah. That's my only complaint is like, I feel like there needs to be some movement there because it's it's been several issues now that Donatello is just like, Oh yeah, Venus, and then and Venus is in his head, she's like, Oh yeah, Donatello, and then they just stop talking. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: oh uh, yeah. I got there. Yeah, I don't have anything for 134.
2: Yep. Um uh, again, games number two. My only complaint is it feels like maybe we're done with Torbin Zix already. But, like, yep. I'm not done with him.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I I love the character. And I, like, really love what they did at them in this book. It is kind of bummed. Like, I'm kind of bummed out that he's leaving. But I guess that is the way of of all of this. You know, not every character can stick around forever.
0: <laughs> I do hope he comes back, though. I, I yeah, I, I wasn't ready for him to be gone. And so i yeah. kind of hope he does come back at some point
2: especially because like really the only thing he did in any of these issues is just like set up holograms it's like i yeah. get the to stick but like twice in a row and he's he's cool yeah you know
0: yeah we haven't seen the black blade
1: that's true and i have seen artwork with the black blade so we're not done with them
0: yeah He's coming I think down.
2: he did pull it. He pulled it out the last issue. Oh, did he, he pull it. it, he it he, okay. He
0: pulled, yeah, he pulled it out in that first issue. But it's like they didn't use it.
2: Yeah, yeah. Never mind. I saw the arc then. So that's he to get the a, in a sword fight of some sort at least, right? Well, we'll probably get
1: something with him. What if we get a Battle Nexus arc and he's there? I
2: think just throwing to that be out like, there. Very last, like yeah, you know, Krang has all but one, and then Torben Zix flies in, guns yeah. blazing. Yeah
1: or Terrell, I guess, or something. Well, because Krang's fully back now, though, huh? He's metal yeah. Krang now. Yeah, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. Uh, I don't have any anchovies for that issue. I'm, I'm good there. That's probably my favorite one out of all of these. Was number three. I really liked it.
0: Well, then let's let's move on to that next section that we got.
1: I love being a turtle.
0: love being a turtle
1: so issue number one this issue just reminds me about why kari is so cool especially in this series like she's kind of got like the whole personal conflict thing where she's just kind of got a conflicted mind on on how she wants to do things and and how she wants to find her way and that's kind of always been like a theme with her Mm -hmm. at least since the 2003 series it's there in the 2012 one as well where she's kind of got things that make her feel really conflicted and and things I I really like that about the character. On top of that, just her fighting the turtles and then like recognizing that you know oh yeah these are definitely not the actual turtles. Like they they're yeah. slow at fighting. They yeah. don't have any of the skills. They're sloppy. So like you
0: guys are you guys are you guys are holding your breath like weirdos. Like
1: she yeah. like she's calling them right. out. Like she
0: yeah. instantly knows. Uh, this kind of ties back to an anchovy, mostly just because you brought it up. I feel like Karai's been on this path for a long time. Of like, I need to figure out what I need to do in in <laughs> in, yeah. in with the foot clan. It feels like she's been on this path for a long time. No, but to she's be fair. I to be mm. fair, I am also personally in my real life on that path to figure <laughs> out what do I want to do with my life. Yeah. So I feel that with Karai, but I'm also annoyed that she's written this way yeah, yeah you're also annoyed that we've already had
2: the story called karai's path and that was like five years ago already <laughs> yeah
0: well it's yeah. that's that's when she meant natsu and it's like yeah, you're yeah. still you're still in that same position in life right well that and was her like path much... to
1: like take back the foot clan she's taking back the foot clan and now it's like now what will i do
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: you know so i i don't know i'm still good with it and also she's had a moment of clarity now so hopefully we see her moving and continuing to move in that in the direction that uh, they're setting her on.
0: I did. I did really like the line of uh, when she's like ignore, like what if Shredder asks and she's like ignore Shredder and Natsu and um, what's his face were both like, did you expect her to say that? Yeah, eventually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I kind of wonder, like, when
2: she's fighting those fake turtles, she takes the bow staff. I'm kind of wondering if she thought that was Donatello and like he would be the easiest to get away from. But then uh-huh. uh, that's Raphael for those turtles. And he tackles her and says, I want my weapon back. Yeah, tackles I, her off I, the I kind roof, of wonder, too. I kind of wonder if she didn't like if that didn't help tip her off, too. You know, they're like, oh, the one with the bow is the really aggressive one now. Yeah. yeah.
1: No, that's a good point, too. So, and that, that could just me, I don't know, you can maybe infer that, maybe give
2: the the writer
1: the benefit of the doubt,
2: say <laughs> that yeah, they planned that
1: out. But, good uh, good
2: job, Eric Brenham.
1: But yeah, I know, I really liked it. I don't know, to me, Karai is super cool. I'll, I'll always like a story with Karai. I'm always a sucker for it. So, sign me up every time she appears, every time she stars in an issue, I always end up liking it. So, I guess she's one of my favorite characters.
0: <laughs> hmm. All right.
2: That's all I got uh, for number one. Yeah, one thirty four. I gotta say, it's like it's good to see Casey back in action, and yeah. like, like he looks good in this issue too. He's got like the the jean jacket and the hockey mask and the blue jeans. And he's whipping cricket bats around. I'm excited for him. I I was really worried Oops. like they were gonna make him a drunk at one point. It seemed like, and it seems like they're kind of pivoting away from that, which I'm
0: yeah very happy about. Well, I think yeah, I think I think Casey's Casey's finding a purpose right now because like he's been. I don't know. I don't know if that's if it's a problem with with they don't know what to do with Casey. You know, since him and April have like really broken up and Mutant Town, and he doesn't need to be like the human vigilante in, anymore because like everybody can kind of police themselves in Mutant Town, mm-hmm. and so. I think now kind of giving him a, like, you know, just just a bigger role on the team. Like, hey, we need backup. We need Casey, you know, giving him that um, but also like this is very much like a mirage look for him. Yeah, like it's it evokes it evokes that, you know, late you know, volume that volume two kind of denim look late volume one um, look for him. And I I, I like that, too. Um I like that Donnie gets the gravity the gravity gun back. Um, my eyes drifted towards that, uh, before (laughs) before I got to like the context why he had it, and I just I really like I really like him wearing it.
2: Yeah, it's a really cool design too. Like, and I know it's the same design from like Don Tell number one back in the eighties, but man, it's a cool design.
0: Oh, yeah, like it's that's it's a timeless design. Like it, I have the one that came with like my fugitoid figure like on my desk because like I just I love that design so much. Um I really like I like Sari and <laughs> I just think she's funny. Yeah. Like when he when when Donatello comes back he's like Sari and she's like I'm doing my job right. <laughs> like, <laughs> she's, she's so <laughs> like, he's like she's like why are you yelling at me? Well
1: because she's like uh, this person that's never like had the time to like grow up socially or develop like that way but she was just instantly aged up as well so she's just
0: yeah
1: you know kind of a mess but
0: yeah and i just i just think that's really funny yeah um,
1: i'm also um... usually like so with the turtles i usually like them kind of having their standard look of the knee pads whatever whatever but i'm slowly starting to dig the pants look like and Donatello in this one oh, with like his pants on, I'm like, you know what? I'm I'm kind of starting to dig it. I'm digging the pants. It's I, working for me,
0: dude. I'm all I'm all about the putting the turtles in clothes. Like it's it's a good look. It freshens things up. Uh, I I think they you can't
2: put them in too much clothes, but the oh, pants are well, bad. If, if the Michael Bay movies proved anything,
0: it is that <laughs> that those weren't clothes. That was like random crap strapped to them. But like Mikey, Mikey in a hoodie, I like when he wears like a sleeveless hoodie you know that that works for me Donatello like with you know his with just the pants and then he's got like the cool like splinter clan belt buckle yeah um,
1: like, like for Donatello, me like, when they start just wearing Donatello normal street clothes like they're kind of losing their iconic look unless they're trying to like blend in on the street
0: well, I mean that you know? that was just because like that was just because like they're hanging out with people and people wear clothes. Like I think that's I think it's the biggest the biggest thing that like you have to kind of like understand. Like is they they're living in Mutant Town with people who turned into mutants, so like yeah. those people are kind of still clinging on to human norms like wearing clothes, and so the Turtles yeah. have to adapt to that, or else they would be running around naked, which they have been for years. Yeah, so. It, it, it's an evolution for them, um, but I like it when, like you said, like with Donatello, like Donatello, you have to kind of keep shirtless because like it's really cool to see his metal shell, and I always enjoy seeing it.
1: Yeah,
0: like I get I get annoyed when artists don't draw it. Like Mateus Santoloco didn't draw it for a long time, and i just always bugged to because <laughs> like I love Santoloco's art, but he didn't have that that metal shell.
1: Well, it's also kind of like how the writers seem to have still, like, or artists have forgotten that Donatello got a metal bow staff back in. You know, he's back to wood. Like, the people just kind of forgot that he got a metal one early, earlier on in the IDW series. Yeah,
0: yeah, like, uh, yeah, like that's that's kind of annoying too. Like, but I think that's less that's that's less annoying to me than the metal shell because, like, the, the yeah. bow staff that could just be another bow staff. Yeah. No, it could just but, be like, another one. The shell one. is the shell. Yeah, like the yeah. shell is a part of him. He can't take off. So
1: yeah. Uh, but yeah. So like uh, the you know I'm kind of wearing up to them. Just you know I'm kind of warmed up to them. Just kind of like having the pants on as part of their uh, their fighting. Granted, I still think I prefer like the classic knee pads, elbow pads, whatever look. But uh, the pants are working for me. It's fine.
2: <laughs> I
1: just want a decent
2: pair of pants. <laughs>
1: And then also, yeah, I just like we mentioned, Casey coming back; he's back in action. Just all of the action in this book is epic. It's it's great to see a lot of action in the in the main series book, and, and for it to kind of continue to keep that high stakes. Uh, well, the main high stakes isn't the right word, but just just continue to keep that like action packed Ninja Turtles feel in it again.
2: All right, are we ready for Armageddon games?
1: Yeah.
0: Offer?
2: Holy cow, Mega or Metal Krang! I know we've talked about it already, but yeah, geez Louise, that's a cool design.
0: Yeah, it is. It is a really cool design. I I almost put this in Antilles too, but then I was thinking about it and like, I really just want to know where Krang or where, where Metalhead came from. Like, we haven't seen him since Universe. And
1: yeah, I I like, want to say we saw. Did,
0: I want to say we, we saw him the approach
2: Universe.
1: Yeah, I think I want to say we saw him like approach Barlow back a while back. Uh maybe just before Armageddon Games. Or himself him approach someone to like help them, you know, because he said that like I can help you out kind of thing, like teaming up with them at some point. Uh I need to like go That's back right. and, and dig into these things. But I'm pretty sure he did show up for one of these people, to one of the people that are in on this Armageddon Games syndicate. Uh and said he could help them or team up with them in some way. And so now we're Diddy. moving into whatever this is.
0: Good stuff. Well, I, I think that's a great uh, spot to end this love fest for these three issues. Uh, Armageddon game is really just, it's its so good. It's a lot of fun. And it really feels like it's going to be ramping up soon. Uh, I have issue 135 right here with me. Uh, it's got Donnie and uh, Angel on the cover. And I can't wait to read it uh, tomorrow.
1: Yeah, I've already read it. I also really like that issue. It's fantastic. <laughs> and, then so, got, uh,
0: and then we got, uh, what do we got to coming out next week? The week that this episode comes out is... Uh,
1: I don't think there is anything. The next issue that comes out for some reason is Armageddon game number four instead of the Alliance number two or three. Uh, it would be the Alliance number two. And it comes out January 4th. At least according to Comicsology, when I was looking at it earlier. So January fourth, next time we that that'll be the next time we record this podcast.
0: Well according to the, so according according to the checklist that's inside of Armageddon game number three, uh is Turtles one thirty five. Mm-hmm. Uh then Armageddon game number four and Armageddon uh, Armageddon number four and alliance number three should be out. So yeah uh, in december
1: that's that's what they say but number two is has a release date oh never mind sorry i, I So number two this should be is, next week yeah it is next week oh no it's actually so today it's the, it's the day we're recording this it's today
0: gosh is it really is it yep
1: today? yep number two's out today i was just getting everything oh, all mixed me. up now
0: yeah, i'm thinking too.
1: of uh the alliance number three the alliance number three is one that comes out january 4th which for some reason is being released before armageddon game number four which comes out January eighteenth? So,
0: man, I just went to my store. I just went to Comics TNT the other day. Oh, you know what? My store didn't get it. They didn't get the book in. Interesting. They got they got the last Ronan figures in, but they didn't get. Uh, they didn't get the comic in. Interesting. Hmm.
1: So yeah, um, to make everything all that all that clear, Armageddon game, the alliance number two already out. The alliance number three will be out January fourth, and January eighteenth is the Armageddon
0: game number four. So cool stuff. Uh, that was kind of news, <laughs> I guess. This is April O'Neill of Channel Six uh uh, we don't really have a whole ton of news uh this week because we're going into the holiday season uh we're recording this the on the day of the 35th anniversary of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh the 87 series so wild stuff uh kind of funny that we're doing this and not talking about 87. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I, 87. I feel
2: like we talk about 87 enough. <laughs> I mean, it's, just,
0: it's just funny that we're not doing it on the 35th anniversary.
2: Yeah. We do, and since Thomas so, has also seen
1: every last episode of it, I feel like we can't do a full retrospective on it the way we did the 2012 series. Uh, no, yeah, you're right. And the way we will do for the 2003 series in February <laughs> for its oh, 20th we anniversary. Will? We will.
0: Uh, so... So, yeah, so we don't have a whole lot of news, but uh, this is our year-end podcast. So, um, you know, I we talked about it last week, you know, kind of getting uh, people's feedback and seeing if, you know, talk, I just wanted to reminisce about what we did this year. Um, you know, like, are you guys proud of what we did? <laughs> Do you think we did a good job this year? Yeah. Yeah,
1: we've gotten a whole lot of the 87 series out of the way. We're like next year, I think we're gonna finish it. I think we're gonna finish it before the end of next year. Uh it may end up being that we finish 87 on the week of its 36th anniversary, <laughs> but we will, I think, finish it next year. Uh so I'm glad that we've gotten a lot of that out of the way. We can finally move on to other things like the next mutation. And the 2003 series, as far as TV shows go. Um, But yeah, no, this year has been awesome. Covering Armageddon games, we're all the way up through volume three of the comic books. Uh, We've, we've kind of been holding off on volume four to try and get more of the 87 series done so that we're not just recording about the 87 series
2: forever. Yeah, um, I think
0: our yeah, plan... I mean, we've, I mean, we-
2: well, we've put out an episode like... Almost every week this year, so go yeah. us. I, mean, I want to say it was Yaka, around
1: forty-eight, which I think means we only missed four weeks. Yeah, forty-eight or forty-nine. Uh, so for and three so, or four weeks.
0: Yeah, you know, we had we had our episode one hundred. Um, you know, it, it just a lot of cool stuff. You know, we we grew as a podcast. You know, we made you know that we had that arrangement with Playmates where they would send us figures and we could post those you know we got those early you know we got that netflix deal where yeah we got to watch rise you know, early and, and we got to watch video. the rise movie and you know i got to do that thing with the cat or with the crew of the movie like it's this has just been a huge year and you know thank you to everybody who listens to the show um you know we we've whether you let us know on instagram twitter or Facebook. Or, you know, just email us directly or, you know, I'm friends with some listeners, um, you know, they just message me directly or you, they message the, pay, the Facebook page directly. You know, we, we really appreciate everybody listening to the show because, like, we say it all the time. Like, we're, we're, we're three silly guys talking about this stupid franchise and it's like we do it because, you know, we love it, but we're so glad that people like hearing us talking talk about it. Yeah. Um, you know, we we posted our uh, those were those were our Spotify rankings, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yes, yep. You know, like that. Those numbers, like you know, it's numbers are numbers, but it's like it's it's so cool to see how people find the show, and you know, people in different countries listen to the show. It's wild. Yeah.
1: Like I, I got an email from a, a listener in, I want to say it was Peru. Uh, this was a while awesome. ago. I meant to mention it to you guys and screenshot it and show you, but I think I got busy with work and things. Uh, when I looked at it, let see if I can find this. You can keep talking, but we we got one from a listener in, it was definitely a central. It might have been South
0: American country, Peru, South America. Uh, where does his... And so, yeah, and so, so, like we we're saying, like I, you know, me, Keith, and Spencer, like the three of us, like we really appreciate everybody, like, and, and I really hope that comes across in how authentic we try to be with, you know, with our stuff that we like, and you know, it, the three of us, like we, we, we think we represent a good swath of Ninja Turtle fandom, and but, but, but we know there's a ton of voices out there and we love hearing from all of you guys. And I, I, we wanna hear more, you know, feel free to let us know if you have a suggestion for something that you want us to cover, or if you want us to talk about it, like, you know, Spencer's doing really good with the TikTok and, you know, we can go anywhere with there. We kind of have a set format with the podcast and we have the plans of stuff that we wanna do, but, you know, there's a lot more stuff. You know, we, we've talked we talk about doing live shows, you know, on Twitch. Um, you know, the Discord has been a lot of fun. Uh, there's been some good conversations in there, and we'd like to probably have more people in there next year. So, anyway, I'm rambling. Uh, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, no, and so the the good listener, by the way, so big shout out to Ruben Estevez. Uh, yeah, he's a listener from Peru. Uh, like I said, it was just really cool to hear from him. He, he just really liked, uh, <laughs> he said the show is a little rocky at the beginning, but anyway, after Keith and Mike joined the show, it stays pretty consistent. Uh, and- Oh, sorry. That was yeah. oh, never mind. That's what I said. But anyway, he said, hey I started listening to your podcast. <laughs> That's my bad.
0: So He said that he started.
1: <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm going at first. But he said, uh, oh, he's listening to our podcast to improve his uh, to improve his listening skills. So he listens to oh, things I'm that sorry. Interest, interest him while he jogs. <laughs> I know I, I
2: speak terrible English. No, but uh, uh, I I mumble and stutter. That that poor man. Oh my
0: god! I have I have random outbursts. So, <laughs> um, IDW artist and friend of the show, Sarah, uh, they they told us. You know, Sarah started listening to the show I think pretty recently. Um, with I mean, definitely this year. And they just let me know that like they 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 love the structure of the show and um you just they they think that we're a hoot <laughs> <laughs> so it just little things like that like just really mean a lot to us and uh you you don't have you don't have a radius but if you want a radius that would really help other people find the show um but even even Clint like you know like
1: he's been there that, for for so long he's, he's been listening he's been for there. so long
0: You know, and Clint will always tell us like, hey guys, I really enjoyed the show like this week. And just little things like that, like really mean a lot. So we love each and every one of our fans and listeners. Um, Even if you're a first time listener, you know, thank you. You know, thank you for even downloading the show. We really appreciate it. Um, That's it for me. Thank you again, Ninja Turtle Power, Ninja Turtle PH on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, happy holidays to everybody out there. Um, stay safe and we'll see you next year.
1: Yeah. And so guys, once again, thank you so much for listening. Hope you have had a great year and we can't wait to talk again next year. Until next time, Cowabunga
2: dudes. Cowabunga.
0: Cowabunga. I didn't know where I was going with that.
1: So, uh, little uh, unfinished discussion here. A little unfinished debate. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still yeah, needs okay, to happen.
0: Okay. So we're doing, we're doing, we're doing that already,
1: huh? Uh, yeah, we're uh, just gonna get it out of the way, kick it off.
0: It's gonna just be like that, is
1: we'll it? Gonna squash let's, this beef.
0: Let's see. Let's see what the polls at
2: so far. Dude, that that's the most biased poll you've ever made. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it is. It's not biased. Yes, yeah, it is. Dude. Do you consider the IDW comic to be its own thing or Volume Five? Well, your, answer nice.
2: is, your answer is like it's its own thing, you moron. Versus like dummy, it's this thing.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, and, and, it's it's duh, it's part of Volume Five or wrong. No, it's Volume Five. But but right? also it's That's just nice.
1: when you say like it's a thing of its own, like you're just like yeah, it's a reboot, yeah, like for sure. But the thing is, so comic books when you start a title you start a new volume a new book and each issue is a part of that book when you relaunch the title you start from issue one again right and you have a new volume and a new book but like
0: if it's but that's if it's still in the same universe because like marvel's the big example of that no no no
1: because like that is not the case because alan scott green lantern yeah yeah green lantern
0: well, Originally I, about I, a guy I with bring, a magic ring. I, but magic then, lantern. They, but even then for a time they existed in the same universe until he was moved off to Earth One.
2: But or, not, Earth, or no, Earth Two. No, not initially. It was a reboot. He like had it was a, it even was like like the new fifty-two, like it started with a new Batman number one, but it was Batman volume whatever. Yeah. Even though it was a reboot it's right. a reboot well, and it, a reload.
0: No, no yeah that new 52 doesn't count because that was that's a whole mess but all Alan right Scott Alan Scott was part of the and same thing Jay Garrick and and Barry West um Barry existed. Allen
1: existed but
0: Barry not, Allen not, Barry Allen, but, West. not yeah,
1: <laughs> well, originally West. not originally but
0: but that's one of the most famous co- covers of all time, when they exi- when they The Flash together. of Two Worlds, yeah, but not yeah. initially.
1: Until The Flash of Two Worlds, it was completely rebooted. It was Barry Allen. There was no such thing as Earth 1 and 2. It was just Barry Allen being the Flash. He meets Jay Garrick and they create the concept of Earth 2, which leads to crisis on multiple Earths, which mm-hmm. created Earth 3 and the Crime Syndicate and everything else. It's okay, so, still- then go-
0: so then moving forward and talking about comics that didn't or that didn't start in the 1950s that's why i brought up marvel and every time marvel relaunches a book you know kamala khan miss marvel is like ms marvel volume four
1: yes and uh, like even if you want to look at like wonder woman wonder woman got rebooted with crisis on infinite earths this is 1987 completely rebooted amazons don't have advanced technology anymore they don't have anything like they, they're more related to like the Greek gods and everything else. It got rebooted. That became Wonder Woman Volume 2. But it was totally back from square one back to the beginning. Not the same universe as the previous one. Because it had all been mixed together with Christ mm-hmm. on of so There's a story to tie it together. But still, it's a reboot. And so it becomes, but, and it's, but it's still Volume 2, even though it doesn't continue the previous continuity.
0: But even then, it still builds off of that. And it's like you can't get to the new continuity without that old continuity. You can jump on, but oh, you absolutely new... can
1: just read Wonder Woman starting from George Perez's run right there in 1987 no, after no, Crisis that, on Infinite no, Earths. I'm,
0: I'm saying I'm yeah, saying that was the whole can. point, wasn't it? And it
1: yeah, and I'm it reads along can, just fine.
0: I, I know. I'm saying you can. I'm, but I'm saying you can't get to that new universe without rebooting that old one. So it builds off of that old one. It doesn't so it really build off exists. of it.
1: I mean, it uses the same no, characters, just like IDW does.
0: No, I mean, right, Renette. Right, but, but the new, the new, what I'm saying is the new universe justifies itself existing because of Crisis.
2: So you're saying it's a it's a new volume in mm-hmm. a different continuity.
0: It, yes, like yes, <laughs> the, it, it's. It, no, <laughs> the funny you said it wasn't initially. <laughs> but it's no, but it's but it's still part of that like same thing like it's you can't get to that without the old without crisis having happened so in a sense it's kind of like the new 52 where it is a reboot and a relaunch
1: well yeah but so was the idw series it's a reboot and a relaunch it's the main title teenage mutant ninja turtles
0: but but, but but the difference is is that there's no preceding event that leads to that relaunch there's no crisis for turtles
1: according to turtles forever they're all well, a part of the same universe that branches <laughs> hey, off from the that.
0: original comic book universe
1: either way <laughs> well, that fact is irrelevant it doesn't matter if it's connected well, that, or not story-wise well, okay. what the matters main, is that you have movie. a new title with the same like a, a new book with the same title as the previous one that's all that means like it's, it's a relaunch they relaunched See, it and rebooted ninja turtles
0: the main issue here is that volumes mean different things to different companies. That's, that's a, that's a big issue.
2: Well, I think what we're trying to figure out is, is it volume five? I think it should be volume six. I don't think it
0: should be. I don't think it should be any volume.
2: I, I think we should come up with a different word. I think Spencer had thrown out book at one point. I yeah. Well, I mean, like it's like book, book three or whatever. It would be fine.
0: No, I don't I don't I don't like that either because like book implies a shorter thing like book 3 is like chapter 3 of this turtles like universe. But we need we need something. I would just I would just I mean IDWTMT that's that's how I describe it. Like that's well, there's, and that, that there's works mirage, and that is a word. Mirage.
1: But like the scholarly way to identify specifically the mainline Teenage Mutant Turtle series published by IDW would be Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Volume Five because it's a relaunch of the base title. It's also a reboot, but it's a
2: relaunch. And, and see, my, my think... sticking point there is there's another volume of TMNT that was made for the 2003 cartoon that's also yes. called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So that's why
1: I think it should be Volume Six. But I would argue if we're, that if that we're going was, by that. But I would but argue that the... that was not meant to be a relaunch of the main title. The way IDW yeah, that... is.
0: Exactly. I like. I'm with Spencer on that one. That was an adaptation of 2003, just like Adventures and the 2012 and Rise comics were. Well, they, the, it's got the different. same
2: title, though. But it yeah, it doesn't that's...
0: matter if it, it doesn't matter if it's got the same title. It's not the intent of it. It's still, it's still just a spin-off.
1: I mean, yeah, that's thing is like it is adapting and participating and being part of that cartoon, which I feel like would not make it officially Volume Five, or you know, I mean, you could make it. I mean, there's definitely is a case for it. Uh, yeah. The thing with, like, Adventures, though, is because, that's called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Adventures. Yeah, it has a different, different title.
0: title. No, no, right, but like, it's not, it, so that's what I'm saying, like, it's still a spinoff in the, in the same sense, but it's also, the like, like I said, it, the Dreamwave book is very specifically, like, tied to 2003. It's an adaptation to 2003, so it belongs kind of more there, like in how Adventures started out there and the 2012 and rise uh comics very specifically only belong to them like it's not those aren't their own individual volumes if you wanted to do like a spin-off they are their own individual volumes
1: they are yeah like teenage mutant turtles adventures would be teenage mutant Turtles adventures volume volume one yeah
0: well right but you don't you wouldn't call it volume one because there is no volume two
1: yeah, no, I mean it's the case I mean, of they're, like they're, you they're don't te- name. There
0: technically is. There's a mini series, and there's TMT Volume Two, like that takes place after the mini series. So mm-hmm. Adventures isn't the best case scenario, like or the best example of that. Um, so I don't know. I just I would hesitate to call IDW Volume Five. Like I just, it's not Volume Five to me because it doesn't feel connected to mirage in any way like it idw it, is very much its own thing and we all agree on that yeah but it no, just, it's, it it's a
2: reboot but it's also it's a relaunch like, of the main right, ninja turtles not, title
0: like, a, like i said in uh, our group chat uh,
2: this is all pure laird's fault they should have just stuck with the single issue numbering all the way through the <laughs> mirage run and not split it up into different volumes well
0: i mean i think i think i think you know, whoever be it Tom or anybody at IDW should have like flat out said like, hey, this is volume, whatever well because it, because when you when you when you say when you say that it's a volume, like that implies that it's still connected to what came before and IDW really is not
1: but like you could really make the argument that until they have that crossover with Alan Scott. Volume two of Green Lantern was not connected to the previous Green Lantern at all.
0: No, you're right. It, it was a relaunch of right. the title,
1: but it's still volume two.
0: You're right there. Like it, it very much was specifically like a legacy title. They were taking the mantle of Green Lantern and moving it to a new person. And, I mean, it's like, not even that. that
1: stuff. The entire no, that, that's, origin that's what... is rewritten. Like, no, the, the, like it's I not know, space aliens they're, and it's magic i, know. I, I know. You know
0: I know they're taking they're taking the name green lantern and that's the legacy name
1: yeah. that they
0: were carrying on that's why they did it with green lantern and flash specifically so like they can have new versions of those heroes and keep the name turtles isn't really doing that like there's no legacy like they're they're not new turtles they're just Reboots of the same old turtles, so it's not—it doesn't have the same legacy weight that Green Lantern and Flash did. I mean, with that argument,
1: those are even less connected than to the original version than these Ninja Turtle ones. These are more connected, and so therefore should be considered Volume Five even
0: more. But they're not. But they're not the. They're not Not, the same versions. Like not to mention,
1: as far as crossovers go. In the IDW series, we pick up with Savanti Romero where he was left off in his story and tells the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which is canon to Volume 1 of Teenage sure. Mutant Ninja Turtles.
0: No, and we we, know, they we cross know over that, with him.
1: Renette is the same Savanti, between both universes.
0: Yeah, we know like a universe one and universe A. They meet, the same, they, meet, they meet the same Usagi who met the original Turtles. like we know that. That's yeah. not. That's not up for dispute. I'm not saying they don't exist together, but that's. But we already we already know that they're different universes, so this isn't really that's like and Earth One, Earth Two. Old... Well, right, but this isn't well, this isn't Earth continuing. T- that's this isn't continuing the story of the Mirage Turtles.
1: I mean, the one with Savanti Romero does because it continues his story as a character. Well,
0: it, it continues it continues his story, but it, but again, like I said earlier, he's not a main character, so it's not real. Like it it it's. It's a fun Easter egg, but it's not.
1: I, I don't know, know, man. Your argument seems pretty flimsy. I'm going to be honest. I don't
0: know. No, <laughs> it's not. It's not. You guys are just biased.
1: Biased? Of course I'm biased. Yeah, it's my opinion.
0: It's, <laughs> it's, That's why yeah, I'm arguing for a, it. I'm sticking with a, volume a, six. Uh, you guys, are, you guys are coming coming at me with alternative facts and yeah, fake news. Whatever.
1: <laughs> I have Everything I've said is
0: true. From a certain point of view.
1: No, I mean.
0: Anyway, if you guys have made it through this far of the bonus content, let us know what you thought. The poll's up on Twitter. It's probably the, t- the poll will probably be over by the time <laughs> this episode drops. It will, but, but
1: now that people have actually heard, you know, my my facts and logic, you know, then,
0: <laughs> then maybe they vote my six way. Crews,
2: stick together. <laughs> find me find me you haven't presented any
0: you haven't presented any facts that i disagreed with i just don't think the solution that you're trying to get to is supported by those facts
1: the facts add up to being volume five like this this is the not to mention like it's not something that someone has to come out and say this is just the standardized way of differentiating different volumes of comics and differentiating Look. different series. Who,
0: who decided I, I this? Was- don't,
1: I don't know because like I, I we- don't,
0: I don't know. I know on my comic book app that I use to scan everything, it lists IDW as volume five. I don't like that, but I've But also, like like I've said, I don't have to call it that. You don't.
1: So you don't have to call it that. No one does. In fact, I would actually prefer to call just the IDW continuity itself the IDW series because there's so many side series there's teenage Mutant turtles universe volume one and you know everything you know secret history of the foot volume one uh
0: well (laughs) and even then and even then people have kind of gravitated toward a wave calling volume three volume three and now it's kind of largely been uh rebranded as urban legends
1: or the image run you know like lots of you know
0: or the image or the image run.
1: there's there's more than one names for these things like calling the idw series the idw series is like calling a great white shark a great white shark or just a shark volume five is like pulling out the latin name and and saying it out loud you know like it's the scholarly cataloging thing way to call it but there are plenty more colloquial and more and, and just more like understandable ways to refer to it that are less confusing for someone that isn't surrounded by comic book jargon
2: can you all hear
0: me yeah
2: okay yeah. I, I think my my internet went out there for a bit okay
0: where the internet went, went out again, again. <laughs> went out again
2: like where does who decided this was volume five like
1: you know i think what the real issue here is is we need like true authorities for comic books we need like a professor of comic bookology you know (laughs) we need to find someone that studies comic books you know it's like a Uh, professor in this no
0: i think i've got just the person and i would love to have him weigh in uh if not i have two people uh that would be perfect for that discussion so we'll we'll table we'll table this discussion until next year
1: all
2: right until next Get, year then
0: who who okay. decided it was volume
2: five because i i have read that before i ever talked to you guys i don't know where that comes from it's i think it just has to do with the standard
1: way of naming comics when they relaunch titles uh, and so it's just con- you know they considered a relaunch because that's what the real debate is 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 idw a relaunch of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles would you consider it to be so or not and I believe it would be but
2: anyways if anyone can find like the first reference of it as volume five I would appreciate it yeah Well,
0: because the, the, the other the other problem is, is that you have because even then Turtles kind of has a like IDW has a kind of a rebrand so for all of the post issue 100 stuff that's technically called TMNT Reborn yeah so even then that's a
2: new volume yeah i even mean volume, but, volume 4 was tmnt teenage mutant Ninja turtles well the interesting thing about yeah, the so reborn even then, that's thing not though is the same is, name as
0: the original
2: and then like i said that 2003 comic had the same name so like what was it called when it was coming out it was called uh, i think it was just called teenage mutant Ninja turtles yeah, it maybe it had another yeah, title though called, i'm not sure it, it didn't have another title it was just called yeah. teenage it was, mutant it Ninja was turtles. Just yeah. turtles yeah so like, like it was you very could,
0: specifically just the yeah. comic based on 2003
1: so my argument for that though is like that's not considered to be like a relaunch of the main title. It's not a relaunch, while well, the IDW yeah, series course. would be a relaunch of the main Ninja Turtles title and a reboot. It's uh, it's a, so that's my it's argument a jumping for...
0: it's a jumping on point, which gets into its own things. Mm-hmm. So
1: but yeah, as far as the reborn theme goes, they created a new jumping on point, and it's that way for the trade paperbacks. But the issues themselves are still being numbered. Yeah, you know, one through da da da. So I, I, you know, it's a relaunch for the the trade paperbacks, but not for the comic book issues. I don't know what you'd count for that. You know what you'd call that? Yeah.
0: Even even then, TMNTpedia doesn't call IDW Volume Five.
2: Well, and and the what's the the like mm -hmm. the like copyright information doesn't list a volume either. So I, I guess I'm just curious, like what, because this is not the first time I've heard that argument that it's volume five, but like where does that come from is my question.
0: No, right.
1: Like I said, I think it just comes on the standard way of like it's just considered a standard as far as like classifying comics. I don't know where that standard comes from, but it's just kind of exists from viewing it in other other things. I mean, even yeah. the volume system itself has gotten really muddy in DC yeah. lately, as they've constantly relaunched titles with Every event, and then they have other things going on where you've got like Grant Morrison's Run on Green Lantern, where he's got a season one and a season two. Ooh, maybe and, we need seasons.
2: Maybe that's the, the term we should. Uh, I co-opt. No, I don't like it. But anyway,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: all right, we've we've spent enough time on this. I'm yeah. Sorry to bring it back around to that. I just You're I just good. had that one question. So let's. let's yeah, we on need, with we, it, guys. we need we a true things. authority. But anyway, to to voice in on this.